Good afternoon, everybody. Welcome to an episode of Living Light Outdoors. On the mic with you live from the office, Living Light Outdoors. We're uh, Wednesday. This is our study time. This is week three of the the revival messages that we've been doing. It uh, just kind of fits into me. It flows into our Holy Spirit teaching. Uh, we've got some stuff picked out when we're done with this. I think we'll know where we're going to go from here. We're going to continue with this revival theme, I think, unless God changes my mind. Today, the subtitle of this, uh, Revival Week 3, is Stretch Forth Thy Hand. Stretch Forth Thy Hand. We actually find this particular piece of scripture in Luke chapter 6, verse 10. I'm going to read this to you in the King James Version, but it's also written in red, so you need to understand that this is Jesus speaking. So Luke chapter 6, verse 10 says, And looking round about him, he said unto the man, Stretch forth thy hand. And he did so, and his hand was restored whole as the other. So this is Jesus. As he's looking around and he sees all the people that are standing around him, uh, he says to this man, stretch forth thy hand. And he did so, and his hand was completely restored. It was whole, just like his other hand. I actually heard a, one of my pastors back in the in the day told the story of when he was in, in Bible school, Bible college, they had taken a missions trip. And I believe they were in, they were in the UK. I believe they were in, in London, actually. And they were street ministering. They were street preaching. And, and he came across a man who had a withered hand, you know, just a, a wrinkled up, a withered hand, you know. And, and so he asked the guy if he could pray for him. And the, and the man said, absolutely. So he said he took that withered hand and he put it between his hands, closed his eyes, and he just began to cry out to God for healing. The guy gets all excited, starts hooping and hollering. The, 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 the former pastor man opens his eyes. The man's hand is whole. And, and so everybody's excited. Everybody's like, oh, my gosh, look what just happened. This miracle just took place. And my pastor the whole time is saying he's upset because he closed his eyes to pray and he missed the whole thing. He didn't see the man's hand become whole. But anyway, it did. So it kind of fits into this Luke chapter 6, verse 10. Here's an interesting thought. Have you ever considered to give God what is withered in your life? Hmm. As the spectators watched, watched Jesus in Luke chapter 6, verse 10, Jesus spoke to the man with the withered hand and commanded him to stretch forth his hand. This man's hand was withered up. His hand was inoperative. In fact, this man was embarrassed by the condition of his hand. He tried to keep it hidden. Most who have something wrong like that do just exactly that. They try to keep their scars hidden. They try to keep what's withered hidden. What are you embarrassed about in your life? What are you trying to keep hidden? Jesus Christ commanded this man to expose what was withered. And I believe that's what he's doing for us today in this message. He's calling out to us and he's saying, stretch forth thy hand. Let me, let me see what you're hiding from me. Show me, expose it to me, and let's make it whole. This is big. This is a short message today, but it is powerful. It is impactful if you'll let it come into your heart correctly. Jesus is asking you, what is it that you're embarrassed by in your life? What is it that's holding you back? What is it that's keeping you from walking in his fulfillment? And he's telling you today, stretch forth thy hand. Expose what is hidden in your life. 
Jesus could have easily spoke to his hand and commanded it to be made whole, but instead God did something entirely different. Jesus told this man, stretch forth your hand, expose to me what is wrong. In other words, expose what you're hiding and surrender it to God. We use that word a lot. We talk about surrender all the time. It is huge in my vocabulary, and I, and I, I see it more and more in ministry today that that's exactly what he's calling us to do, to expose to him what's hidden, surrender our, our faults, surrender our hidden things, surrender our insecurities, surrender our, our issues in life to him so that they might be made whole. When Jesus is in the room, he restores, he makes whole. All you have to do is cry out to him for his presence. We, we don't have to go to a particular place. We don't have to be somewhere geographically where Jesus shows up all the time. We, we don't have to go to a revival service. We can have revival in our heart right where we sit by calling out to him, by crying out to him, by being desperate for him, by seeking him with everything we are, by fully surrendering our life to him in every way, shape, and form. Maybe your business is withered. Maybe your family is withering. Maybe it's your marriage that's withering. Maybe it's your faith that's withering. Maybe you're in a dark place and, and, and maybe you've asked God. Maybe you've cried out to God and you're saying, well, you know, he hadn't answered me. He hasn't sent, he hadn't sent anything to me. Well, guess what? Today, he's speaking to you right where you are right now. And he's calling out to you to stretch out thine hand. Let me see what you got hidden. Surrender to me today and I'm going to make you whole. Stretch forth your hand and let God make you whole completely. Whatever this withered thing is, give it to God. Whatever issue you have in your life, give it to God. It's all about surrender. God revives the withered. God reverses. God restores. Restoration is in his hands. All we have to do is surrender to him, cry out to him, call out to him, seek him, stay in his presence. Reversal is under his authority. Surrender to him and don't worry about the spectators. Don't worry about what it looks like to someone else. Surrender your life. Does it matter what anybody else thinks of us these days? Everybody's going to form an opinion. Does it really matter? I have people argue with me constantly. I have people bash me for my beliefs. I have people bash me for simply printing whatever's in the word. I don't care because it's not me that they're arguing against. It's him. I'm just the messenger. They can argue all day long. They're not hurting me. They can call me names. They can throw rocks. doesn't matter. I'm, I'm, I'm not going to get into some sort of argument with somebody over what God says is truth. I'm going to follow him. I don't, I don't really have to worry about anybody else. My relationship is with Jesus Christ. My relationship is through following him, surrender to him wholly, wholeheartedly. Do I have issues? Sure, got problems, got struggles, constantly crying out to the Lord. I'm constantly putting my withered hand out to him, saying, God, I, I need you to heal me here. I need you to move on my life here. I, I, we need things. We, we, we're struggling. But in the process of that, I'm calling out for his presence. I, I'm, not, I'm not just being a needy Pete here. I'm, I'm, I'm wanting God to be in my prayer. I want to walk with him. I want to, I want to stand with him. I want to bask in his presence daily because he is the healing source. He's our hope. He's everything we ever need. 
He's all we need today. There's an old song about that. He's all I need. Reversal's under his authority. If we surrender to him, we don't have to worry about anybody else. Don't worry about the ones who are staring at your withered hand. Everybody's going to point out our problems. It doesn't matter. There's always going to be critical spirit. There's always going to be a critique. There's always going to be somebody out there going, yeah, but, well, you know, don't worry about those people. God's not worried about those people. He's worried about you. So, so you don't worry about those who are staring at your withered hand. Focus on the one who can make you whole. Keep your eyes on Jesus, in other words. Remember Peter? Peter got out of the boat. Miraculous. Walking on water. He, he was walking with Jesus on the water. Can you imagine in the midst of the storm? But what did he do? He took his eyes off of Jesus. He got, he got focused on the storm around him. He got focused on the people going, dude, you can't do that. Man, what, who do you think you are? And he sank. He had to cry out to Jesus, Lord, save me. Luckily, thankfully, Jesus reached out immediately and lifted him up. And then together they had to get back in the boat. I believe they walked on the water together. You know my story there. Don't worry about the ones who are casting doubt at you. Don't, don't worry about those who say, oh, you know, this is just a phase. They'll get past it. Don't worry about them. It's just, just you know, it's that. I've heard people say that about Christianity. I've heard people talk about when someone gives their life to Christ and they get absolutely excited about their life change and they're fired up. And next thing you know, you got some old naysayer throwing a damp rag on them saying, oh, you know, give them time. They'll settle back down. Why do we want to settle back down? I don't want to settle down. I want to. I want to. I want to walk in His presence. I want to walk with the fire of God. I, I want to be a fire breather. I, I want to. I want to speak truth. I want to do everything that God has called me to do. And I'm excited about my life with Him. I don't need somebody throwing a wet blanket on me. I want to burn up. I want to burn up in His presence. I want to burn up in His fire. I want to burn up in His Holy Spirit. Don't let somebody throw a wet blanket on you. Get your eyes on Jesus. Quit focusing on those things around you. Stretch forth thy hand and let him make you whole. Amen. Whew. Lord have mercy. I could probably preach now. I better quit. Thank you guys so much for following along with our broadcast, following our, 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 our podcast. I can't hardly believe that we're at 18.5 thousand listens on these crazy podcasts that I've been doing. I, I do one every day. Um, I try to put a message out every single day. I try to keep it fresh. I try to keep it relevant to what God's pouring into me. I've got a whole stack of stuff over there. I wrote a message just before I got on here to do this one. I want to preach. I've got stuff I want to I want to share. I got stuff that God's burning inside of me, little by little. I'll get it shared out to you. Amen. Thank you so much for your support. If you want to support us financially, all of our giving links are on our website. They're right pinned right to the top of our Facebook page in our little story there. We've got lots of things going on. We could certainly use your support financially. Let God lead you. That's all we ask. We know that the Bible says in the same measure in which you give, God will give back to you. Pressed down, shaken together, and running over will be poured right into your lap. Yes, that's what it says. Read it for yourself. Amen. God bless you. Ronan and I love you. Thank you for your prayers. Thank you for your continued prayers over us, for us, with us. Continue on this journey with us as we seek out that which is lost so that it may be found. Amen. God bless you. We will talk to you again real soon.